Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Many of you will be aware of the story 12-year-old boy in Prince George, British Columbia, committed suicide over sextortion. It's not an accusation or finger-pointing at the parents of the boy, understand that, please, who took his own life. What it is, is a reminder, perhaps, to parents and other adult family members that purchasing mobile phones and other tech devices that allow children unfettered or unsupervised access to the Internet or chat groups to a spectrum of social media is dangerous. It's just dangerous. Because that's where the predators, the bullies, the human traffickers are waiting. One week ago today... I spoke with Carol Todd on this program about Durham Regional Police in Ontario's baiting child sex abusers to respond to an online contact to engage in sex with children as police officers pretended to be children or youths under the age of 16. There were over 6,000 hits in a matter of a few days. Five individuals have been arrested and charged. Carol Todd spoke about the issue of child online luring and sexploitation, about parents buying mobile phones and other tech devices when their children are 8 years old, 6 years old, 10 years old, which exposes these children to sexploitation. And again, this isn't about the parents of the 12-year-old. Carol's daughter Amanda was sexually exploited by a Dutch individual, Aidan Colbin, and at 15 years of age, as many of you well remember, Amanda committed suicide. No one who saw the video of Amanda Todd holding up the handwritten messages silently sharing her fear and experience being sexually exploited will ever forget that. Yet, uh, in three and a half weeks, children across Canada will be receiving their own phones and or other techno devices for Christmas and they'll disappear into a world many, if most parents, are woefully unaware of. But the predators, now they, know that world very well. Carol Todd joins us again today. Uh, go to amandatodlegacy.org, by the way. Go to amandatodlegacy.org. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking reality. Carol, please share your thoughts. Oh, it was so heartbreaking to hear the news of... Um, the, the young boy in um, Prince George, and he was only 12 years old, although, you know what, it doesn't matter how old a child can be. Um, it's the sextortion, it's the acts of sextortion and exploitation from perpetrators, offenders, predators. That is so disgusting. Just, like, my heart was so broken, and... It was also a day where it was Amanda's birthday that I heard about this news. So oh my. it brought it it brought it all back and I I can honestly say from experience that I know what this family is going through right now. 
And, and those predators, they know how to sidestep the parents, know how to sidestep the families, and ingratiate themselves with the children before they start to exploit them, yes? Well, you know, when, when we look at brain science, right, and brain development of young children, um, of, all, of our kids as they grow older, and, and starting from babyhood all the way to age 25. Um, it, it's the process of brain development that our kids aren't able to make these decisions and, and often make the decisions that are wise because they are, they grow to be social beings. They want to communicate. They want to meet other people. Um, and, and ultimately, the kids are, are trusting and the groomers are really smart. They know how to go after a child and um, lure them into trust, unfortunately. And so one of the most important things is ensuring that our kids know what the red flags are, or what parents should need to know what the red flags are so they can talk this over with their child. So, if their child becomes aware of, of certain aspects of a conversation online, they can turn off their mobile device and, and go talk to a trusted adult, no matter what the red flag is, because we can't be, we can't be ever too cautious, I guess the word would be, right? Um, it's just, you know, exploitation and sextortion is, is, has increased. Um, I just read a, a news, news article, a media article that said that um, BC ICE had received, in 2022, they had received 8,000 reports. And so far in 2023, that has risen to 16,000 reports, reported acts. Um, and so that that's huge. The, the only good thing I can take from that is that people are reporting it. I only hope that law enforcement can act on every single report. Um, and if that's BC, what is it Canada-wide? What is it worldwide? Um, yes, we live in Canada, and we have to look at Canadian statistics, but um, exploitation and extortion globally is on the rise because the Internet has no boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read a, a piece some time ago. I was trying to find it, actually, in time for our conversation, and I just couldn't find it. But it, And I'm sure there's, there's, there's more out there. I saw some that were similar, but the, this one piece yeah. really caught my attention. But the, the fundamental uh, argument was, and the question was asked, should parents monitor their children's activities online? Should parents take away their children's online communication devices if they find them heading off into, and it's really the world's most dominant and dangerous communications reality, if, if, if that's what, if that's what you know, uh, is going to happen. It is a very dangerous place. Should parents take away the devices? And there was such an outpouring of opinion. No, 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 no. Parents should not have access to their children's uh, phones or iPads or whatever they're using. No, 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 no. You're infringing on their on their privacy. And I, I thought, are you out of your minds? Um, I think I think it all depends on the age of the child and. 
Um, no, this was about this was about uh, little kids. This was about you know eight, well, ten, well, eleven, twelve years old. Oh, well, yes. Then by all means, parents have the right to monitor their child's device if they're really young. You know what? I think you know we want our kids to gain independence, but maybe fifteen, sixteen is is that age. Um, and when kids are little and and they're not following. The, the family rules, well, by all means, something has to be put away for a while, right? Because yeah, yeah. um, we, we have to teach our children um, what is appropriate, what's not appropriate. And we have to look at what, what the child has been doing inappropriately, right, on the device. But, but I know parents who monitor their children's devices, and these children are teenagers, and it's about... Um, looking at, you know, sometimes conversations or what apps they're using. But the main thing is to keep having those conversations with the kids about digital trends and what's going on and what their friends, like what the general population of teens are doing on Mm. online. Because how else are we going to get kids to be aware of the... um, Danger. various things that are happening yeah. online. Because well, you, t- you, Carol, you told us last weekend there are 750,000 predators online. Yeah. Three quarters of a million. Totally. Yes, and, and there's organized rings. Um, there's predators that are on, like I just sent you a headline in Quebec. They caught 46 um, men who were predating um, young children, child pornography. Right, um, and and so that's forty six there, and every week there's there's something. There was last week we talked about um, the ad that went out, and well, the Durham 40, Regional Police, yeah, yeah, and forty six hundred replies to that for um, the offering of sexual activity with a minor. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a sting operation, and and so there are those people out there who prey on our children and and we have to keep our children safe somehow. But that's why I say one, you know, have start having those conversations about personal safety, body safety, online safety with your kids at a very young age. Um, And, and when you give a device to a child, give it as a family device. Don't, don't personally give it to your child and say, this is yours. Yeah. Because then if something goes wrong and you try and take it away, it, it just blows up. Global News ran a story yesterday. Uh, Kalina Laframboise, um, the headline is Quebec, Police in Quebec, Ontario, New Brunswick, make 46 arrests in an anti-child porn operation. So police are doing their thing, what they need to do. And, uh, and Carol, you also sent me that story from Forbes that Meta is engaging in uh, in a in a program to intercept child uh, stalkers predators on their site, so th- there are efforts being made. W- what's it going to take? What's what's the fundamental requirement here in order to better protect the kids? Is it the parents? Is it governments? Is it is it uh, is it uh, online platforms or is it all of them? It's all of them. Everyone has to has to take a a response measure and responsibility. Um, Hopefully, you know, they keep uh, that article that, that you quoted with what Trudeau said um, about don't blame the government. Well, the government needs to step up and make a Canadian online safety act 
right? Um, and they need to hold these tech companies responsible. Other, there's pressure from other countries on these tech companies. The UK passed theirs. Um, I know the US has been working on one. Um, and, and I don't understand, like, we have to watch freedom of privacy, right? And so what freedom of privacy if they're invading the lives of our children and mm-hmm. causing so much mental distress that our children cannot um, understand and take it and you have another death? Does another death of a child have to happen before someone um, does something? Because, you know, we talk about sextortion and financial sextortion with the, the case of the 12-year-old in Prince George, but, you know, in, in Canada, there was a 17-year-old about a year and a half ago that died by suicide, and he was sextorted also. Um, like, like this is, this is just hap- continuing to happen, and, and we all need to make efforts and... Take ownership of it, right? Stopping and ownership, ownership of it, of right? It. I don't believe that... Um, like, I've read things that you know, some feel that parents know all the information. Um, I tend to disagree with that, being an educator and being in the system. Um, when I do parent talks, parents are learning. When I talk about exploitation and sextortion and, and the online communication and, and the red flags, how easy it is, I, I tell you, many of the parents had no clue. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this then, please, Carol. We have less than two minutes. What are some of the signs that parents will notice if their children are being sexploited online? Well, they'll notice a change in behavior of their children, right? And so, I can tell you what some of the red flags are, and mm-hmm. those are the red flags that that parents can talk to their kids about. And I just did this with. Actually, I used artificial intelligence to bring up these things. So um, unsolicited friend requests or messages. So you get pop-ups of of requesting a friend and you've never met that person before. Um, Pressure to share intimate content. So the person at the other end is asking for sexualized images or videos of yourself. However, with AI now, they can just take a picture of your face and then um, create the the body images themselves, but then the threats might start. So the threats is a red flag too. They're asking for money. They're threatening that they'll share the image. They're threatening that they'll come and, and find you and harm you. They know where you live. Those are red flags and it escalates. And so I read somewhere that um, the 12 year old boy, it was from the time of the first threat to his death was 12 hours. Oh my God. And so, so when you talk about oh, things Lord. like that, there isn't even enough time for a, a parent to notice any changes, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so that's why it's so important to talk to our kids about okay. red flags. And even if the person at the other end is a legitimate person, right? Mm-hmm. At least you told your parent, and your parents can help you check that out. Carol, and we'll so have it's to... it's better to be safe. Then... Yep. face what those parents are face what you faced <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll talk to you we'll talk to you again thanks for joining us today thank you carol no problem if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites and if you like what you hear leave us a review and tell a friend i'm roy green have a great weekend 